Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. It is a new year, but on the weather front, the same old problems persist, particularly in the western half of the Eastern Cape. Weather guru Garth Sampson from the South African Weather Service joining us now. Just a brief and general outlook for the western half of the Eastern Cape, as well as the eastern half of the Eastern Cape, which don't face the same rainfall difficulties. Happy New Year, Garth. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. And the same to you. Morning, Darren. Well, firstly, on the short, um, uh, besides some severe thunderstorms over the east north, which is going to be basically a lot of wind and lightning and possibly hail, the right outlook for the next two weeks does not look good over the western half. That includes the George uh, Nasda area. Basically, uh, if we get any rain in the next few weeks, It'll be a spit of a spat. The only places we're really expecting a little bit of rain is in the extreme eastern half of the eastern Cape. Um, this is not good news uh, for our dams, which are dropping by half a percent per week in the Algoa system. And uh, the increase in evaporation is just going to make it worse by the day. And remember that we're sitting on 14%, and the last 5% is dead storage. Wow. So we cannot use it. But uh, on the long term, just looking at the uh, long term forecast, and it goes right the way through till May. The whole entire province, the entire country is green. Just this little uh, glitch between Port Alfred and St. Francis and Utah is white. And that means no clear signal, uh, which means that it's not sure if it's going to be above normal or below normal. Now, even if we had a very clear signal of above normal, that doesn't mean much. We saw that November, we had the driest uh, November since 1945. Then December came and we had a bumper December. But still, there was not enough runoff to the dams. What we basically need is we need a good 50 millimeter downpour over the entire lung cliff. So it doesn't matter if the rain falls above or below normal. We need, it's the way that it falls. So it's going to fall 50 mils. Then a week later, or a couple of days later, we must have another uh, follow-up rain. Because the first rains are just going to clear those rivers, all the overgrown black wattles have got to be washed away so that river can start running. And the little pools have got to fill up. There's little farm dams, pools. Uh, and I know everybody's shouting that the farm dams are still in the water. They're not that big. And, um, you know, we are talking 282 million liters of water that the bay uses a day. So all, all these streams have got to fill up and then some more follow-up rain has got to come a week later to keep that running. Uh, the Lacrimane says uh, he's hoping for 100 volts uh, over the Lung Cliff, but uh, that is not happening. Over the eastern half, it's looking fantastic. Their summer season is, is going off to a, a fantastic um, wet season and uh, apparently all their dams are sitting Returning back to the problem area, the western half of the Eastern Cape, you've answered this question a million times, but for the record, one more time. Did we build the dams in the wrong place, or is the rain just stubbornly refusing to fall in the right place, Garth? 
Okay. The, the first thing, one must uh, realize the catchment area of the um, our main catchment, our main dams, the, uh, the Churchill, the Borfall, and the um, Toka Dam. It runs from Potensee right the way to just, just the, the, the side of Union Dale. It runs from the uh, Cape Pole Mountains to right uh, north of uh, north sector of the Babylon. That is a massive, massive area. That is what you're looking for in the catchment area. I know everybody shouts, I need to build a dam in the Balkans River. You know, even if the Balkans River had a dam in it and it was overflowing into Newton Park, I don't think that would last the city a day. People don't realize how much 282 million liters of water a day is. So that, that catchment area is immense. And what usually happens, we usually have about twice, two to 2.5 times a year. We have a cutoff low that comes through the lung and that tops the dams up. So we just rely basically on one or two rains a year. And that's all we need. And that's it. But unfortunately, since Let's say 2012, we've only had ice like the last good one we had was in 2015. So really, uh, it is built in the right place. If you go to the eastern side, most of those dams have got very, very short catchment areas, very small catchment areas, but they've got the added advantage of they get their summer rainfall in thunder showers, which is daily events. So uh, anybody in East London will know or not uh, that they get it. But unfortunately, if it is an El Nino year and that rainfall is a bit below normal, then they're in real trouble. So each catchment area has its advantages and disadvantages. You have previously told us that you anticipate at some stage, and I quote, a downpour of biblical proportions to strike the drought area. Yes, well, it's always happened in history, 1826, that farms were flooded after a prolonged drought. Uh, I'll put it back on record. The only thing that's going to break this drought is a flood. Unfortunately, are we ready for it? And uh, Steve Mayer is quite concerned about this, and I see on social media that they are ready. I think the Herald reported it the other day that they started in Strand Street with uh, clearing drains, which was a, a serious problem. So, yes, it's got to come. It is long, long overdue for one of biblical proportions or even a small a money flood. And so it's got to come sometime. The big question is when. But not in the foreseeable future, according to your models at this point, Garth? Not in the next two weeks, no. Usually they come in the winter months. That is why we have got to save that little bit of water till the winter months and hope we get that rainfall. I know everybody shouts, Harip Dam, Neukada. That gives us 118 million litres a day. The augmentation schemes, etc., etc., plus our licensed extraction from the local dams gives us 230 megalitres a day. Unfortunately, and I know I'll be crucified for this, the general public refuses, they absolutely refuse point blank to save water because for the last two years we have not dropped consumption under 280 megalitres. 
Now, once again, we are focusing on Nelson Mandela Bay when it comes to these problems. Do you think day zero becomes something that is realistic if folk continue not to listen about water saving? Well, uh, the, the municipality and the government can do just so much. Uh, if there is no rain coming, it's going to might not be as, as serious as a, as a day zero with this augmentation from the Khazip, but it could and more than likely will uh, lead to water shedding and uh, water trucks and the like and all the associated problems. There is no doubt about it. And I uh, hear yeah, that the George side, they also having problems and starting to implement uh, water restrictions. So this is not really only a problem for the Bay. It is for the entire western half of the Eastern Cape, right through to George. You mentioned evaporation a little earlier, Garth. And if we look at the entire Eastern Cape, give us an idea of what temperatures we're expecting this summer. Above average, about average, below average? Well, uh, the models, as I look at them uh, at the moment, maximum temperatures will be above average um, right through till May. And uh, the minimum temperatures uh, over the interior, we can expect uh, uh, at the western half below average. And that is basically with the absence of cloud over the western half. But uh, at the moment, uh, it's real uh, urban weather that we are experiencing. Very much so. But it's all hands on deck as far as the water issues go, particularly around the western half of the Eastern Cape. Hopefully, the second half of the year brings those big rains that you tell us we need to sort the problem out. We appreciate you joining us on that weekend feeling again today. Weather guru, Garth Sampson, thanks for your time. Thanks, Darren. You people have a super day. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.